Blog Talk Radio. pieces of life and string them together. You can hop in at any time on the conversation with us over on Facebook, which is Mama's Pearls, M-O-M-M-A-S-P-E-A-R-L-S, as well as over on our website. We look forward to connecting with you. And the last time we did our show, we've been taking kind of a journey through looking at what our lifelines and and our attachments are. Did a show on attachment parenting with Ellen Shell, and she's the director of the La Leche League. And coming from seeing what really sustains us has kind of prompted us to go into this week's topic of really food. This week's topic is to eat for life. And, you know, there's no greater lifeline that we have than really our connection with our bodies through food. And it's not the first of food shows that we've done here on Mama Show on Mom on the Mama's Pearls radio show because you know it's like my favorite topic. And I really feel that it is one of the most intimate things you can do for yourself and with your body. Other than breathe and having sex, what you're actually physically putting in your body, it matters. And it's a intense relationship that we often overlook, sidestep, get rushed through, um, don't really have the ability to fully prepare and enjoy and have foreplay and climax with our food. And we kind of turn off the the mind and go into route because it's something you're supposed to do just three times a day and also not just for yourself but when you have a family to do it with your children as well. So getting into the habit of being very mindful of how we are eating, what we are eating, what we're buying, and also how we can really use food for our health and to promote our health. And so with that, I am so excited today to bring on the show my good friend and Melissa Halpern, who is a certified holistic health coach through the Integrative Institute of Nutrition, and if you haven't yet heard of the Integrative Institute of Nutrition, you probably will, because from what I understand, like, Joshua is a little bit of a demigod in in that world of holistic and mindful eating, and Melissa, I watched her, I watched her basically for the last couple of years kind of commit herself to this process to go out and study, and she has two young kids. Our boys happen to be very good friends and in the same class. And watching her just, one, take the time and the commitment and have the passion to go ahead and take additional classes and get certified in this, really, one, she was searching on on her own to figure out her own details and, and relationship with food and how she can improve her life 
as well as such a strong desire to share her passion for others. When I go over to her house, she always has something cooking, and it always looks and tastes delicious that it's just such a part of her second nature that I'm so happy and excited that she's here with us today to share more about her passion. Missy, are you with us? I'm here. Hello, darling. And Hi, how are you? I'm fabulous, thank you. Hungry. Good. <laughs> I'm talk, great too. Anytime we talk about food, I'm hungry. I know. So, and I haven't eaten yet today. <laughs> haven't eaten yet today. Okay. That's I know. Not that's so. Good. That's not like me. I just had a very busy morning. <laughs> Understand. So maybe we can just start right there. As far as like, because you're a very busy person. You have an active family life, an active social life, an active life with interests. You know, how did you work this into your schedule to even? go and study and and pursue your passion? Uh, that's like a multi-layered question for me. I felt like um, I had a lot of health issues myself, which were unexplained by Western medicine, and I felt like I had to be on this quest to figure it out for myself and to heal myself, which I have done for the most part. Um, so I made time because I had to, and also because I found out, you know, I'm celiac and my children have gluten intolerances, and I had to figure out how to fit that into our lives, and eating healthy became really important to me because I could see as we started to improve over the last couple of years the way that we ate as a family, all of our health changed, and, you know, everybody's skin looks better, and our immune systems are stronger, so um, this was something that I just absolutely was driven to do. I couldn't, awesome. I couldn't not do it. It had to be there. Plus, I was looking for a new career, and I wanted to do something that made a difference in the world. And if I can help people learn to heal themselves, um, what a great, you know, what a great life to live for me. So that's well, where I there, am. It's awesome, and there there are so many programs out there. I feel like every other person that I talk to is a nutritionist or a health coach. You know, why did you choose to go through um, IIM? I wanted to heal through Whole Foods, and as I started to research and ask around, we happen to have in this in Port Washington a very uh, educated, knowledgeable, kind of holistic community here. If you want access to it, it is here. Um, through you, of course, and all of our people, um, I learned about IIN, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, um, through our friend Sara, and she told me about the program in that they teach you not just one way of dieting, they teach you about your unique body, your bio-individuality, um, and what methods of eating work best for you based on your individual makeup. So I liked that approach. One week it'll be vegan. One week it'll be why you should eat dairy. One week it'll be Ayurvedic medicine. So it's a real um, thorough study of all the different nutritional theories out there, and it gives you the ability to kind of hone in on what makes sense for you and also on what makes sense for your clients. So right. it's great. So they give you a very big, broad overview of everything and then you're able to kind of take that and apply it where needed. So what's the best way if you're, I mean, if you're a client and you're on your own and you're single, that's one thing. But, you know, even just taking the first step to try and figure out what foods work best for you in every, any given moment, like, that's not an easy an easy task, you know. No, it's taken me years to figure it out. Yeah. 
Um, there are obviously shortcuts, and it's this. You know, I have to like kind of thank God in a way because I was given some um, immunology issues in my life. Um, I would have never probably gone down this road. And most people that have really healthy or don't have any gut issues or any immune system issues, really they don't see that what they put in their mouth really does affect our bodies because there's no there's no symptoms. So I have to thank God because I had symptoms, my children had symptoms, and it led me down this amazing path, this holistic journey, where not only have I learned what to feed my body, and this is what IIN truly believes in, it's what, to, what the primary foods are that don't feed us and through our mouths, but all of the things that are still foods, we consider them primary foods, like our spirituality, our career, our relationship, right. and our, of course our physical activity, all of these things have to do with health so you can't just look at what you're right. eating you can't just look at you could have that right. happy you could have the happiest person in the world and they're still gonna with no stress and they're still gonna have issues and then you could have the people that have tons and tons and tons of stress and don't know what it's really doing to their bodies and that's how you kind of help them put the pieces of the puzzle together so you have to figure out where somebody or yourself is lacking and that makes an entire wellness program right that that's where that puts the holistic in in the process of, of, of what you're doing and and what you're exploring because exactly you know everything everything kind of is one and the same. We have many different different lifelines that feed us, and exploring which ones are healthy and which ones are toxic are key. Exactly. Why do you Why do you think like you know it, it's again like in it, when you're ta- when you're talking and working with families. For me, it's, it's kind of like, okay, it's hard enough to kind of keep track of myself, but then I also have to keep an eye out for where, where, my, where my husband is, where my children are, and what they can, they can do and, you know, right, where, where right. their lifelines are. And it's are, really a lifestyle change. You're really going to the heart of it all. You're changing the way you shop. You're changing the way you read labels. You're changing the meals that, you know, I used to give my kids – Craft mac and cheese <laughs> when they were first around, which might have led to some of their issues. Um, but you really have to know that these foods, these processed foods, are just not a good option. Um, if you don't see any effects in your children today, uh, that it's going to happen down the road. I mean, my theory is all of us, you know, the baby boomers and all that that were in the 80s raised on all these processed foods, and that's why there's so much disease. Uh, we don't even know what we're eating half the time, and a lot of it's hidden, and a lot of it's GMOs. So it's really about wanting, having a desire to educate yourself so that you're putting the best things into your family. And I know it's difficult. It's so hard for me. I I feel terrible half the time when I tell my children they can't have something, but I always try to find an alternative that's healthier. And these things are not hard to do. I mean, What's great is you have these health coaches out there and you have so much information on the Internet. Um, back when I first started doing the whole gluten and dairy-free thing, like, you know, five years ago, there was just – it was just trial and error. And there wasn't a whole lot out there uh, mainstream to kind of gear, guide you through the aisles of the grocery store, even at Whole Foods. A lot of that stuff you don't you don't want in your body. So you really – for me – it's a deep desire to put the best possible things in my kids. Now, do my kids eat vegetables all day long? No, of course not. And they still want the chicken nuggets and the fish sticks and the mac and cheese and all that. 
But I now take the time to prepare things myself using good whole ingredients. I try to um, stay away from as much processed food as possible, and if I do, it's got to be organic, of course. So um, I believe that these things make a difference, and I'm hoping that through this effort that I'm doing with my family and other families, we educate our children to make healthier choices so that when they do are out in the world on their own, they are at friends' houses on play dates and whatever, they can talk about what's healthy and what's not healthy. I want to make them my little pioneers <laughs> to go out there and spread my word. Um, they do get very excited about when I talk about health coaching, and they're, and it's interesting to them. And both of them won the Nature and the uh, Health Awards <laughs> at camp this summer. And I think that that's a great thing. At least they're starting somewhere. So well, it's it's, right. it's I mean, an effort. It is a lot of effort, but it doesn't take more time to prepare these things. It doesn't necessarily have to cost more than buying the junk. Well, that's a huge point because so many people, I feel, are very well-intentioned. And, you know, and parents are so well-intentioned that, of course, they want to keep their family healthy. Of course, they want, you know, their children and themselves not to get not to get sick. And if food is related to that, which, you know, studies are being conducted every day on, on the topic, you know, how can they make that, make that switch? And people think that buying organic will will affect their bottom line at the, you know, at the checkout counter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie, buying a bag of Doritos is way less expensive than buying, um, you know, a bag of rice crackers or something, you know, veggie uh, chips or whatever they are. However, this is how I like to justify and think of it. If you pay a little bit more right now in food and you have that, like, peace of mind that you're putting good foods into your children now, I guarantee you will not have medical <laughs> bills later in life. So if you teach your children how to eat healthy and how to take care of themselves now and you pay a little bit more now on the front end, um, right. you're not going to have as many many medical issues on the back end. Right. Um, that's, I truly believe that. That's your investing right. in the health of your future. So and it's going to be a lot more expensive if you have to go take care of medical issues down the road. Than it is to buy a little bit. Now, what they always tell us is shop the outside of the supermarket. When you go inside the aisles, that's where all the junk is, <laughs> all the whole foods and the whole meats and all of that are along, and and you know the dairy products and all that. Most of them are all along the outside aisles, and that's where you should stick to. And those things are not more expensive. Um, where you get more expensive is when you're buying like very you know fancy processed foods, and um, right. and that's you know when you learn how to cook with whole foods yourself and you have a little practice under your belt, you get faster and faster at it, you don't need the processed foods. And that's really where it hurts your pocketbook. You're investing um, in good oils, though. That's, you know, where some of the stuff is that you have to pay a little bit more for. Better oils. Like what? Uh, you know, of course, there's extra virgin olive oil, but I now cook with a lot of with coconut oil. Um, grapeseed oil, almond oil, avocado oil. These are all great ways to get good oils and good fatty acids and omegas into your children without, um, you know, you're, you feel good about them. You're getting really good nutrients into them, and it's a good investment. So I feel like it's, it's for me, it pays off, and it tastes better. 
and it, you know, it just has more nutrients, all of these different kinds of oils and different kinds of foods. So I right. believe that it's, a, it's not that much more of a strain on your pocketbook than, you know, than it would be down the road. Right. So the, the key is of figuring out what your roadmap looks like because, you know, in, in mentioning going on the, the outside of perimeter of the supermarket, you still mentioned dairy and meat, and some people think that that is automatically off the table. Or That's that right. That's where that bioindividuality comes part. in. Right. Um, it really is about how you feel now and isolating foods that may ca- cause some sort of inflammation or irritability. Um, you know, we... we People that come to me that are really sick, I always have them try to do an elimination diet, and then when they add those foods back in, that really right. does, you know, detect what's what's giving them some issues. There's also blood tests. So if it's somebody that feels great, though, they don't have any issues with dairy, their skin looks great, they eliminate perfectly, I would never take them on an elimination diet because obviously dairy isn't affecting them. And there's so much more that comes into that, like what your blood type is, um, you know what your what your genetics are. So there's much more that comes into that bioindividuality, but that's why it's so great to work with a health coach because you really, if you know, if it's something that's really important to you, it really gets you there much faster. I spent years doing the trial and error thing and a lot of money on really gross gluten-free products. If I had somebody, right. if I had me, <laughs> that could take me shopping right. with them and show the less expensive versions, the healthier versions, how to read labels, I would have saved thousands of dollars over the years. And that's right. kind of my intent is to help families, you know, get there faster and, and less expensive. Yeah, yeah. And, and you in turn are very big into the trickle down and in, in sharing your knowledge and helping other other families get on board myself and my family included, and I'm totally psyched to go to your, is this your your first main lecture? This is my first big talk about immunology, which has become my, it's building family immunity. This has become kind of like my passion. Um, It's kind of like when you go to IIN, you're given all these things, and I guess it's kind of like going to medical school where you kind of, either you know what you want to do or you wait for something to hit you. And the immune piece really hit home for me because, first of all, I found out that a lot of my issues were autoimmune issues that had to do with my immune system, but it's so much more than that. It's like deep um, in your gut, which is what we call our second brain. Some people call it the first brain because it really does control your brain through gut flora. Gut and the inflammation that goes on there, depending on what you're eating and your lifestyle and everything, really does uh, underscore for me, many, many, many diseases. And there's study after study after study. And what's so hot about this right now, why I love it, is it's really new. People are really just looking at gut flora, the mind-gut connection, um, probiotic use. People are really just starting to do studies about this. And it's kind of ma- it's kind of new and innovative. And it's, it's not like um, it, these things that people used to do with probiotics and fermentation have been around for centuries. Um, huh? I could go back and tell you details about every culture and how they did some sort of fermentation and what it does for the gut flora and taking probiotics and all of that. And I believe if you can fix what's going on inside your gut and inside your intestines, um, it reaps the benefits all over your body. And 
you know, reduces greatly the uh, probability that you're going to have some sort of disease later down the road. So this talk on Thursday is mainly about uh, what we can do, what are some simple changes that we can make to improve the overall health of our family, um, i.e. adding a probiotic into your diet. I talk about different uh, products that are out there that help you slide veggies into your kids, <laughs> like smoothies and things like that. Switching over from uh, processed and sweeteners and stuff like that to more organic and natural methods of sweetening, um, different salts, uh, a little bit about fish oil, and we talk about, you know, reducing your processed foods and all of that and why, why that really is important, what it's actually doing to your gut and how to get an alkaline environment in your gut and how to add these probiotics and fermented foods in so as to give yourself the best chances of resisting not only our common colds and flus and fevers and all the things that our kids get, but deep disease, you know, later down the road. And this is like kind of my passion I really believe in it, and this is what hit home for me, and I've healed myself, um, so for the most part. <laughs> so I feel like this is what, something that I really need to share with the world. Yeah, and, and you do so so beautifully and gracefully, you know, in small environments, and I, I'm really excited to go and be with you tomorrow night to see, see you in a class environment, and hopefully you'll be adding some maybe telecalls and other other bits and pieces of information up there on your website, which for everybody listening is Melissa Halpern, H-A-L-P-E-R-N.com, because the information that you have to share is so valuable and it, it is so accessible. I mean, everything that you're talking about, you know, salt, sugar, these are things that we're using anyway, but we kind of just go from what we know and maybe seen our parents use, and it's time for just a little bit of an upgrade down the generational line to switch out simple things with more, more I guess, holistic, if you would call it, and natural foods for us to just take the first primary steps on getting underway for for the pathway of our, our health. Yes. I'm really excited. I'm going to be giving out some samples of cultured vegetables. And this is, you know, some people look at me like I have three heads when I say I love eating fermented food because <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's that appealing, but I love right. it. I love it. Think sauerkraut um, times a billion, you know. So I love it, and I'm really excited to share what I've learned. I'm really excited because there's going to be a really nice turnout, um, and I have a lot of support in the area, and I'm very, very excited to get this under underway and start helping people. So, you know, people can also like me on Facebook. It's Melissa Halpern LLC is my page. Um, and I'm always available for a free health consultation. So you could always write to me at melissahealthcoach at gmail.com um, if you're interested in doing a free health consultation. And uh, there will be many more of these presentations to follow. Awesome. And I'm assuming you'd also be open if, like, if, a, if a mom had a group of, of, of fellow moms to get together who wants to learn more about this and how to really absolutely absolutely i'm going to i plan on doing some it. talks at um septa in the area and at the different schools um i'm the nutrition chair at guggenheim so i'm hoping to make some effective changes um in at both the preschool level and higher uh that's kind of my goal yeah and 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 how do you really kind of 
deal with your children as they age and mature. I mean, I guess it's the same as us, where what we what we eat today might be ne- might not necessarily be best for us tomorrow. Right. So, or might need to change. You know, it's, you know it's, as as they get older. You just got to do your best. You got to do what you can. I mean, we were at a carnival. My kids, all the kids we were with, all had cotton candy. I am not going to be that mom <laughs> that tells my kids that they can't have anything. Um, I just do a little less of it. I'm not going to buy them a ginormous bag of cotton candy. But uh, I think we do what we can, and you just have to use your best judgment and go with your gut instinct and know that and and hope, you know, and have faith that these principles that we're instilling and these values that we're instilling now um, stick. I believe that there's going to be a big revolution in, I mean, it already is happening. Our community especially is so privy Mm -hmm. to, like, all this knowledge and with all the IINers out there, and they say they're rocking the ripple effect. I really believe that in the next, and we all see it, you know, the restaurants are starting to become more gluten-free and dairy, have all these different options. Mm -hmm. I think that Mm -hmm. in the next couple of years and forward, we're going to see huge changes in education of just everyday Mm -hmm. people and um, how people shop. And I I really think that we're going to see some big changes in the government because we're going to start putting the pressure on them much more to feed our children better in the schools and, um, you know, educate them better, less less TV commercials about Snap, Crackle, Pop. (laughs) So I really think we're going to see some big changes to support us. Well, yeah, I think you're right on about that. I mean, the first wave into the mainstream was organic and, the next wave is really kind of now knowing what to do with your food and how to use your food for the most optimum health, and you're kind of on the cusp of that wave that's now coming in. Okay. And, you know, for someone like me, you know, you, you see all these posts on Facebook about food and these pictures and eating, you know, how to eat well and vegetables and that kind of stuff. And, and I think it's it's still in kind of the filtering phase of um, where that information is at and what is kind of, the sad, trendy part, like kind of when yoga was starting to get really big, you know, it was kind of fatty yep. and, and trendy, but then it just becomes part of your lifestyle and it's, yeah. you know, no longer into the into the fad. It's more mainstream and just, yeah, of course I'm doing yoga. It's just part And of if I can just get people practice. to try it, you know, just try it for a while, try right. eating well, they feel so much better. I mean, people mm-hmm. just, within a week, not even, sometimes a few mm-hmm. days, just feel so much better that that gives them their motivation to keep going. And I'm not one of these people that says don't eat anything, you know, indulgent. I am extremely <laughs> indulgent. Um, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of figuring out what's, be- you know, what's good for you and what the best products but, are that are out there. Well, you also make healthier choices when you're indulging. So you can have ice cream, but where I'll go for something, you know, else, you'll go for the, the most natural I love my coconut ice cream. Exactly. And the <laughs> yeah. same and the same with chocolate. You know, the foods exist on all on so many levels that you can go for the you know, the processed stuff that has fifteen ingredients on the label that you can't read, or you go for the more simplified, pure stuff that that's all you know, in Missy's house all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just it's just different and in in that sense you you know, no one should ever feel bad about eating chocolate or eating or eating ice cream or eating if there's an organic whatever cotton candy. <laughs> yeah. I was just joking with somebody yesterday about you know? how people will say to me, well, look in my cupboard. 
look what my kids eat. You know, I can't, I, I don't know what to do. And I say, wow, that's amazing right. that your eight-year-old can get in the car and go over to Whole Foods and go shopping themselves. Um, so it right. really is the responsibility and the accountability is on the shopper. So right. really it's, if, it's what you put in your cupboards. If you only put good choices in your cupboards, then your kids don't really have, and we have a small window. We have small children now. I have a small children. You have a really small window to get this into them before they are out on play dates all the time and out at after school activities all the time without you, where they're going to need to use their own, you know, decision-making abilities on what to eat. So this is the time if you have young children to get it in and teach them, you know, about dyes and what they do and about all of those things that you can't read and what they do. Um, And really just try to move. The safest bet is to just try to move to a more whole foods diet and uh, reduce the processing and reduce the sugars. That's a big one, the sugars. And, um, you know, find healthier choices. So Amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to do, be doing this kind of work. Yeah, it, it's so perfect for what you're doing. And, again, for all moms out there who think that you can't change direction or pursue your passion because you're raising a family, Missy's a prime example of somebody who pursues her passion, did it, made time for it, and is continuing to just bloom and blossom. And it's been awesome to watch your journey, and I can't wait to talk to you to future Missy in a, in a year or so to see how much more we can learn from you. So Thanks, thank you Finn. so much, Missy, for being You're the with, best. with us. Thank you. Love you. Love you, Love too. You. Thank you. <laughs> thank Have a you great day. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You, too, honey. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And, again, you can find Missy at MelissaHalpern.com and over on Facebook where you can find us as well at Mama's Girls. And this is just, you know, me reminding you to enjoy your children, enjoy your family, say I love you, and remember to always go with your gut. Do what feeds you in the most natural, nourishing, amazing way. Talk to you guys soon.